Good morning, Metroplex. This is your radio sports page to get you ready for your Tolo Tuesday. We got a Dave Matthews ticket giveaway coming up in the Expressway starting at 720. Dave Hollywood Hellman live in studio at 8 a.m. for the entire hour. This is Sean, RJ, and Bobby on your home of the Cowboys and Rangers. Of course, yesterday the Cowboys did nothing to kick off free agency, uh, but they did lose a couple of players. Connor McGovern. Goes to the Buffalo Bills, a three-year contract worth $23 million. And Luke Gifford, special teams contributor, goes to the Tennessee Titans. That was reported about 20 minutes ago from Todd Archer. But now the question with McGovern gone, what's going to happen at left guard and left tackle with Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith, or any new additions, Cowboys insider? I think we're right now heading for Tyron Smith at left tackle and Tyler Smith at left guard. Now, obviously, anything can change between now and, you know, the summer, whenever they get through the draft, whenever they get through free agency, everything else, depending on who they add, everything like that. But I think right now their plan is they were willing to let Connor McGovern walk, and that's because I think we've already got a left guard built in here. Tyler Smith, perfect. We're going to rework Tyron's deal. We're going to save some money there. He's going to come back, and it's all going to be great until week three when Tyron gets hurt and misses 10 weeks and whatever else. I don't believe that they're that silly. I, I, I can't believe, I refuse to believe they're that silly. Um, number one, Tyron Smith isn't great anymore. Number two, he gets hurt all the time. Number three, look, if you want if you want someone to be really good at something, start them at it earlier rather than later. Why would I give Tyler Smith another year's delay to play the most important position on my offensive line? It doesn't make any sense I don't believe it's going to happen. I refuse to believe it's going to happen, and I'll freak out if it does happen. This is the same team that wants to run the ball. <laughs> uh, like That's they, how you win titles. That's how you win titles, man. They just want to run the ball. They know they know they don't have an elite quarterback. That's why. You know what? I'm not going to fight you on that one. I'm going <laughs> to fight you on that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> man, there's a death stare from Bobby. What's it like to be? We're like, we're like, we've like teamed up now in this. This is this, I know. This is this is, this is kind of odd, but it's cool. Yeah, just, you are double teaming me. Justina Anderson <laughs> saying that the Cowboys are trying to get to the finish line with an agreement on Dante Fowler to have him come back. Uh, Calvin Watkins was speculating the market may be too much for the Cowboys to re-sign Leighton Vander Esch. And Donovan Wilson, he also said the Cowboys have spoken to Bobby Wagner, but they're waiting to see how the market plays out. I always think that's interesting when it's the market may be too much for him. It, it's like they didn't even, if you don't even get to market and you're just telling him, hey, this is what we'd like. And then the Cowboys go, <laughs> no, we want to pay half of that. It's like, well, that's not even you're letting the market dictate. It means you're just shutting it down and you're not really interested in that player. Those are two players the Cowboys coaching staff want back really, really badly. But we should shut down the notion that the, the Cowboys are trying to save money and they're cheap, right? No. I mean, they, they try to cut corners all the time with contracts. So, no, I think absolutely they do that. No, but they're, but, they're trying to cut the corners to sign more. Not It's not a Rangers ownership situation from years ago where we're like, they're too stingy, they're cheap, they don't want to pay. They're just trying to – they're overdoing getting a great deal, right? It's not – they want to keep the money in their own pocket. I don't know. I think that's splitting hairs a little bit. They're overdoing trying to get a great so. deal versus being cheap. I think that's the same thing. No, that they're unwilling to spend. They're, 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 they're worried about it being in their bank they're, account. They're going to Canton with Chop. 
trying to to bargain for flea market deals and stuff you, you like know, that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, look, now I don't I, I think there is a difference. It's like I'm going to get a a new TV and a new couch, but I want like the best deal on it. I am going to buy it. I just want to get the best deal. So, yeah. I, I think generally, and I think we, I, I hope, I, I think we agree on this. Generally, the teams that operate on day one of free agency are not the teams you want to emulate. That has been the norm over the past 20 years. I mean, the 49ers operated on day one. I'd love to be the 49ers. Well, yeah, one, they're, one they're, they're a completely different team, like in general. They operate completely out of the norm of I, the new NFL. I do think a new rule to keep in mind is what you brought up yesterday with the Eagles in San Francisco. Who has the rookie QB deal? Tua in Miami. Who's got that deal for spending? Yeah, like like San Francisco can go and like nobody in the in like no no like um new school GM like Howie Roseman and whatever, nobody would say, hey, go sign a twenty million dollar defensive tackle. But when you've got a quarterback, there the, the San Francisco quarterback room collectively makes less than Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. That you could you could afford to do that when you're really not paying the quarterback. You so can afford to build your roster however you want. So you think there's something to suggesting that the Cowboys aren't willing to spend what it truly takes? I think they so often try to drive a hard bargain that they end up costing themselves better players. Which is odd because I think we all, a lot of people think the Cowboys have a really good roster. Yes. They've got a really good roster and they operate without the you know the using free agency the way someone want them to. So they draft well, then they and they keep their good players, and they keep stockpiling those good players on with draft picks. Um, you know, they've got a really good roster. Like, are they? Can we really say they're building their team incorrectly? Well, no NFC Championship game in twenty-seven years says they're doing it incorrectly. Well, they're thought, doing something incorrectly. I just think yeah. them. When when is the time to strike for the missing piece? That's what it comes down to. They're so selective mm-hmm. about what the over-the-top piece is. What's the splurge going to be on? But I mean, but in their defense, and I'm not, I'm not defending them. I'm just saying in their defense, every time they've splurged since Jimmy, they've kind of gotten burned, right? Yeah. They now- splurged on Joey Galloway. That shocked them for a decade. They splurged on Mo Claiborne. They splurged on Brandon Carr. Um they splurged on... I mean, that's basically it, though. That's it. Every time they do it, though... Amari Cooper. Yeah, every time they splurge, though, they go they go into their turtle shell. I don't like the word splurge. Yeah, we know what you're Especially getting Especially that many times in a row. I like it. I think it's great. <laughs> Javon Hargrave leaves the Eagles. He goes to San Francisco four for 84. They've now lost two starting defensive players. TJ Edwards, Javon Hargraves, Darius Slay has been given permission to to go ahead and seek a trade, and Jason Kelsey announces that he is returning to filthy. Aaron Rodgers, go ahead. No, I was just saying, great for them that they got Jason Kelsey back, but they got worse yesterday, losing Edwards and Hargrave. Those were two really big contributors for them on defense. Aaron Rodgers is still not done. Watch, he's going to retire. Watch. Think so? He's just going to retire and stun everybody. They have to Jets, share the podium they, with Brady. The Jets waited. Yep. They did wait, wait. They said, nah, Derek Hart, nah, Jimmy G, we're going for Aaron Rodgers. We don't even know if he's going to play or get traded. We're just going to go for that one. Yeah. And they, oh, man, it's, oh, it's going to be so, so, so epic. <laughs> it's going to be so A-Rod. The Jets get screwed again, and Aaron Rodgers just says, nope, I'm just going to go ahead and not play. Will he be able to, de-? and then he'll be the one to return. 
Forget about Brady returning. Rodgers will step away and come back somehow, some way. Real quick, one more thing, because you we brought the Eagles losing like a bunch of guys. They've got two firsts this year. Who? Eagles do. 10 and 30. Mm-hmm. Do they trade 10 if they can? And and get because they have a two two firsts, a second, a third, then no, basically have nothing Jaylen else. Jalen Carter slip right to him, replace Hargrave. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That'd Good be gosh. awful. That would be awful. Right? I mean, N'Kobe Dean slipped to them last year. Um, they had another monster fall to them on the D line, right? Who did they uh, draft? They got Jordan Davis at 14. <laughs> Jordan oh Davis. My gosh. I mean, come on. Why did you ask? Well, like we were talking about, you know, they, they lose a couple of big guys. I'm thinking to myself, you know, if, if you're Philadelphia, you, you if you have a chance to trade out of 10 and get, you know, an extra second or something like that out of it or a third, I mean, that might be something they could do to rebuild that defense. That How old is Hargrave? 30. And they, I mean, they weren't going to give a 30-year-old $20 million a year. Yeah. I mean. They also lost Marcus Epps yesterday, one of their safeties. Uh-huh. So, yeah. they, I mean, they, they, they did get picked over that first day. Yep. All right, so Aaron Rodgers is still lingering out there, and Jimmy Garoppolo goes to the Raiders as they still have the number seven pick in the draft. Austin Eckler is seeking permission to talk to the rest of the league about trades. Uh, the playmaker, Michael Irvin, has dropped his suit against the Marriott and the employee that was filed yesterday by his attorney and that has a lot of other attorneys, including Mike Florio, on my cell phone thinking settlement. Yeah, settlement makes sense. Uh, everything I'm seeing on social media kind of leads itself to a confidential settlement, which may mean that Michael, even when he comes on with us, won't tell us what it is. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> be part of the, uh, discl- the, the you know, non-disclosure. But everything I saw was that this was going to get ugly from both sides' perspective. Marriott wasn't going to want to give up the name of the of the accuser, and Michael obviously uh, probably didn't want certain things to get out. Maybe they were going to delve into his past. Who knows? It could have just brought up some bad memories. So this made the most sense. Uh, I think most parties agree that if you could settle, settle when you have so much to lose like Marriott does. Meanwhile, the Dallas Stars being the opposite of the Dallas Mavericks – Second straight game against the Kraken. Heitzkanen awaits at the point. One-timer scores! Jason Robertson hits it right on the screws. The third power play goal tonight for Dallas. They're up 5-2. That was the score on Kraken TV. Perfect six points on the road trip in Vancouver tonight. Turnaround year for Jamie Benn overall. Um, Paired with Wyatt Johnston. Spittle says, keep an eye out for the duo. They have been tremendous. Uh, Joe Pavelski is hot right now. 17 points away from 1,000 in his career. And what they've scored 19 goals over the last three games, putting it on Seattle again last night. Yeah, Seattle's a good team, and they're in the postseason right now, and the Stars are in the two spot behind Vegas uh, with a three-point cushion over Minnesota. It's uh, it's a a tight race in the West. Uh, I think I said earlier, everyone's you know separated by by about nine points uh, in the Western Conference, which is a handful of games to go. I agree. Meanwhile, the Dallas Mavericks lose again to the Memphis Grizzlies. No Jaw, no Luka, no Kyrie, and no Christian Wood. Jaden Hardy erupted in the first quarter. He and Josh Green, the only Mavericks in double figures, and they lose to drop to the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Without looking at the box score, how many free throws did the Mavericks take outside of Jaden Hardy last night? Uh, 11. Two. Oh, that's not close. Two? <laughs> two as a team outside <laughs> of Jaden Hardy? Jaden Hardy went five of six. Maxi Klebo was one for two. Nobody else took a free throw. 
Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. W. B. C. John Smoltz is trending for all the wrong reasons. That's the next Tony <laughs> Romo. But here's what happened on the field. It's always a fun baseball visual. So is this. Mike Trout hammers this ball into left center field. And Team USA with more thunder this time from Trout. It is 9-0. Blowout Central uh, in the WBC last night. Uh, That game, that call on uh, on Fox Sports 1. U.S. 12-1 over Canada. Puerto Rico 10-zip over Israel. Korea, mercy rule. They have a mercy mercy rule in this. After five innings, Korea was up on China twenty two to two. What's the mercy rule? I, I, obviously, it's twenty two to two. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what the exact rule is, but after five innings, it was eighteen to two. They hit their second grand slam, and after the second grand slam, they're like, "All right, we're all right, done. We're, we're done here, guys." So twenty two to two, Korea beats China. Dominican Republic six one over Nicaragua, and then Great Britain uh, wins their first game and loses their first tee on their jersey. Uh, the T in Great Britain and Great fell off uh, seven five over Colombia. U.S. is off today, uh, but uh, you do have uh, Mexico, Great Britain, and then you've got Venezuela playing against Nicaragua, who they should wipe the floor with. But that Venezuela team is an all star team, man. Uh, Tolo D and TR coming through again. The Falcons from Ian Rappaport are signing Taylor Heineke, so Heineke okay. goes from the Commanders to the ATL. Headlines with NFL news possibly dropping at any moment here on your home of America's team. 105.3 The Fans, Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, and Roberto Belt with Dave Hellman in studio this morning for an entire hour from FS1, 8 to 9 a.m. Let's see how uncomfortable uh, we can make Dave. That is our goal for the day. But Ask Reddit is next, along with the Dave Matthews ticket giveaway. What do you miss about the COVID lockdowns? What did you swear in your childhood you would never do but ended up doing anyways? What food has the worst texture? Ask Reddit during the expressway with a Dave Matthews ticket giveaway. Next. Do you have a question, Kelly? Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? (laughs) It is time for Ask Reddit. It's time for the expressway brought to you by Rockwall Ford. As you guys know, we do this uh, Ask Reddit segment every Tuesday now, and we invite your comments, your thoughts, weigh in on the truckrack.com fan text, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053, and on the Twitch and on the YouTube chat. We welcome your thoughts there as well. The first question here today, this is stuff that's been going viral on Ask Reddit over the last week. Sean Sharif, what do you miss about the COVID lockdowns? You know... I was thinking about a lot of things that were instantly at the top of my mind. I was like, oh, just being able to dress the way you want. But you know what? I I, ne- I never changed when COVID ended. Just coming here in a sweatshirt and a hat and shorts or sweatpants anyway. So I didn't have to go back to anything normal there. Um, but obviously, number one is just walking down the hallway of my house and doing the show. Yeah. That's number Although... My boy was one or less than one, and then I was right out into the living room for daycare from 10 to 10. How much later were you able to sleep during the COVID lockdowns doing it from home? 25 minutes. Did it make a difference at all? 20 minutes. I mean, maybe a tiny bit, but 
I mean, my drive is so short here anyway, but probably number one. Look, I, I love being in my bunker. Me and RJ are basically opposite in every way. Um, so he wants to go out and be productive. It's a nightmare for him. I'm, I'm cool. I'm like different food projects. What can we cook this week? Uh, I got plenty of TV shows. Uh, I can go down rabbit holes for hours on a recipe. So uh, I, I I did not mind it. And I was, but now if I was, I, I, I'm very, very respectful of parents who had kids during this entire time because after I have Ollie for two straight days, a Saturday and a Sunday, he needs to go back to school. And for all of you parents who dealt with that, you are heroes. <laughs> you are heroes for months and months and months and months and months. RJ? It was easy for me. It was working from home. There's no reason to be ever in an office again in the world. We, we, we could easily all be working from home today. We should be working from home today. I saved two hours a day of my life. Uh, half hour here, half hour home, and an hour of sleep. Well, the show wouldn't be as good at home. Yes. It'd be a lot more convenient. It's it's you know, it's better in person with all three of us, but it's better. It's definitely better in person. I don't know that it's, you know, uh like um uh, that much better where it makes sense. It's my opinion. Um but I mean I gained two hours a day. Like I said, I, I woke up instead of waking up at four, I woke up at five. And then I didn't have a half-hour drive. I didn't have a half-hour drive home. It was two hours for me. I mean, I, I can't. You can't say enough about that time. I I never worked from home during the whole thing. Like the, every Lego brought us. I, no, no, it was not like it Kevin was, brought us. It, it was not any sort of a martyrdom thing. It was I was considered essential personnel, and we got the like we got the notes given to us by our job from uh homeland security that were like hey during these uh you know remember the first few weeks there were like these curfews and stuff we were given these notes that basically said oh. if you have to be out driving you show this to them say like i'm essential personnel yeah, i'm for that. my job yep. this is signed by my boss yep. everything wow, like that. that and so for me given the fact that i wasn't working from home it was the fact that there was no traffic ever there was there was never anything yeah. you, you could fly into work a drive that would normally take 25 minutes might take 15 easy and so i love what were that you a central for uh salem yeah we so, were central yeah so we I, had the same letter well it, it, uh, it was it was like a an operations center that mm-hmm. you could not somebody had to be there was your wife freaking out at the very beginning stages stages of this when many were afraid to touch a door handle or a box gets dropped off at your house and you had to spray it down and we'd get a box dropped off she would wear she would wear a mask she would like cut it open with gloves and then wipe down what was inside of it throw out the box and then wipe wherever the box touched and then you go into work and coming back home with it yes and so now that was all that was good but also just the lack of social pressure to have to do anything yes just staying home was was great never having any or not even just social pressure spouse pressure to go do anything yep. is that i knew she's not going to want to go out and do anything i can stay home all the time peyton what was it for you uh saving money for sure i remember uh the two weeks after they had the lockdowns we me and my friends had stuff playing the next couple weekends and they gave us an excuse to just stay inside. We were like, hey, we don't know how crazy this is going to get. Let's just yep. all agree to FaceTime or something and uh, saved a little money. No strip clubs. <laughs> you saved a lot Sadly, of money. No. Everyone, everyone, more had, years to do that. everyone had their happy hour, their their COVID oh happy hours on Zoom. 
I never did. True Pock on the YouTube says best part about COVID lockdowns, less work, more unemployment to sit at home. Yeah. And then <laughs> the the truckwreck.com fan text, 877-881-1053. They're lighting it up with no traffic, no traffic, lack of traffic. That's what everybody loved about that. Uh next one there's here. There's traffic out here today on Oh 70s. my gosh. It's loosening lot. up a little bit, but <laughs> it's just going careful. one way. You, you, this is the only city in America where traffic in the morning is going out of downtown. <laughs> right. Yeah. What did you swear in your childhood, RJ Choppy, you would never do, but you ended up doing anyways? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I I tried to think of, of something like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I don't remember ever swearing off anything in my childhood. Um, I, I don't know that I would ever. There's nothing I really think that I could come up with. I, I think maybe if I had to guess, it would be. The fact that I basically wear gym clothes everywhere I go, um, unless I'm going out like at night. Like during the day, I never thought I would live in a world where you could, like my my dad would get up in the morning fully dressed. Like he he would not leave his bedroom until he was showered and fully dressed. And every day he was basically in the same out. It was like golf clothes and dress shoes every day uh, outside of, outside of going to the office. Uh, and I never thought like I would ever live in a world where dressing down like going to the grocery store and gym clothes was a thing never thought i would live in that world sean you know i I take this to like parents right like oh you're so annoying that's so lame i'm never gonna do that and i don't i I don't really have something that jumps out either my dad's a worry wart i'm probably in that category a little bit um my dad is cheap in terms of like saving things sometimes i'll do that to a degree so I never really found it annoying when I was younger. I think it's going to more have to do with, like, fatherhood mm-hmm. in terms of, like, I didn't have bad parents. I had great parents. But my dad was kind of, like, at work till 9 p.m. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I might try to show up to a game here and there. Uh, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> I might try to do that. But I don't I don't really have anything blatant that's coming to me. But I, And I've been thinking about this for a while since you sent it last night. It's a, it's a great one. I was trying to think of a purchase, like something yeah. I'll never buy, yeah. something I'll never get, right? We make fun of crock pot and socks for Christmas gifts, you know, getting them, giving them. I, I kind of have come around to, I don't want to give presents anymore for any holidays to people. And I don't want to get them back either. The exchanging of gifts, I never would have thought when I was younger, oh, rule out presents just for kids. Just for kids, but like Sandler, like me and Jared, we we're just ex- we're just ping ponging gift cards. That's that's all we're doing. <laughs> Till one of you dies, fifty bucks ahead. It's it. It's just fifty yeah. back, fifty this, fifty this, fifty that, and it, it's it's totally like it's not thoughtful whatsoever. It's Facebook or you see a post. Oh crap! Today's your birthday. Uh, I'm gonna send you a gift card. Here's Tiff's treats. I'm gonna send it. So. Something I never thought of when I was a kid that I'd like to end is adult presenting. Yeah, I think adult presenting is terrible. I, you know, I did not think of parenting when I thought when I was when I was thinking about this, but you know, it's it's a good point. Like I never thought I would say to my kids, you know, one day you'll wake up and you'll learn. 
Or when I was your, I never thought I would do that. That's that's something your dad did. I would never do that. Yeah, you never I thought never you'd did. be the, you know, when when you're a little older. When like you're it, older, yeah. you'll realize. You'll thank me one day. You'll thank me one day. What's yours? I I got two that stood out to me. The the first one is I never thought I'd be the one who would just want to stay in all the time, and I do. I want to stay in like all the time. I don't want to go anywhere. I'm I'm out working enough consistently that nighttime is the only time I'm going to be able to actually sit in my living room and relax. And so that's what I want to spend my time doing. The other one might shock you a little bit. I always swore I'd never drink alcohol when I was a teenager. Really? Yeah. I was just like, nope, never going to happen. Never, <laughs> never going to be about it. Uh, in fact, I think I've said this before. I don't know that I said it with y'all, but uh, I had my first drink of alcohol at 20. So I waited all the way till 20. Oh, before right? I had alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, and then I quickly did that. Uh, we got a lot on the truckwreck.com fan text. Smoke uh, said I'd never dip. Uh, I'm mm. 38, been dipping for 20 years. Yeah, tobacco's a good one. Get a divorce from the 609, 214 vaping. Um, you've got uh, 682, loud music in the car. Never thought you'd be that person. Peyton, yeah. what, do, what do you have? So mine's easy. It's a video games. I swore that once I was out of the house onto college, I was going to grow up and never play video games again. I was going to get rid of every game system I had and grow up and focus on my career, and that's uh, been the total opposite. Well, you're not though. out of the house, so it still applies. Yeah. You're you're still... Well, I went to college, and oh. I was out of the house for three and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, music for me. I'm like, I'll tell a man, I'm like, should we ask them to turn it down? Can we ask them? Like it's, oh, it's, no. it's way too loud in here. It's way too loud. This restaurant atmosphere. I want to be able to talk to you. Go into a, a a club or go into a bar, and I'm like, this is like a little bit too loud. I probably never thought I'd be thinking about that. Kristen hates how loud I play the music. We're, we're, so we got the we got and my the, TV's loud as hell. Everyone thinks I'm partially deaf because I have the TV blast. We, well, we, listen to your headphones. When you got, take when he takes oh, his yeah. headphones off, I can hear them in the break. They Here, are exchange, so exchange me. Let's see what your headphones sound like. You may not be able to reach. Oh, and these are mine. Way go ahead, go. put mine on first. Well, you guys are you know what? swapping this headphones. <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> Next question, Bob. Yeah, God. so. Uh, yeah, well, you guys are swapping headphones. Uh, Kristen, what she hates, we, we just got the new Explorer from old Rockwall Ford. Uh, thank you to Jeff Hicks and the team over there. Uh, we got the new Explorer, and it's got a really good sound system in it. And so I went in there. First thing I do, I always tweak the bass, the treble, everything else. Just like perfect sound to get it just right. And I get in the car the other day. We're driving. I'm like, why does the balance sound off? I was like, did you adjust the balance and take it out of the back seat? Because the kids are back there or something. And I clicked it. And I looked. She had zeroed out the bass. Zeroed Zero. It. Zero. And I was like, oh, killer. my gosh. This is why this sounds so tinny. And she's like. It stabs my ears. I hate it. So we can't agree on yeah. the sound in the car at all when we're driving together. Ask Reddit with Bobby Belt here on 105.3 The Fan. A Dave Matthews ticket giveaway is coming up, by the way. Developing situation. <laughs> Just another Aaron Rodgers sign. Schefter reports the Jets are working to reach agreement with Alan Lazard. Oh, yeah. baby. Nathaniel Hackett. Alan Lazard. It's all lining up for A-Rod in New York. Next question from Ask Reddit. Salt and pepper needs to be said in that order. What other things have a specific order they should be said in, in your opinion? Peanut butter and jelly. Yes. That can't was say the jelly first and peanut butter? No, you can't. It's wrong. Half and half. <laughs> <laughs> has to be said in that, order. Be in that order. What yeah, else has to be said? Can't say and half, half? No. <laughs> um, bacon and eggs. 
Bacon and eggs? Yes, eggs and bacon doesn't oh. sound right. Uh, a couple of the ones submitted by Reddit. Mac and cheese. Yeah. Yep. Rise and fall. Obvious. In and out. First and foremost. Sean and RJ. <laughs> Brian said that one. That was a good well one. Well done, Peyton. Wear and tear. Loud and clear. Mm. Yeah, clear and loud yeah. would, would drive me. If somebody said pepper and salt, I would find them to be a cereal. Yeah, pepper. I would too. A, a TNA. Duh. It's an easy one. Yeah. That's TNA. Another one. Smith and Wesson. Got to have that. C and B. Yes, that is true. I don't know what that is. Yes, oh, you do. there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be in that order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Took you a second there. Uh, what else is there? Uh, safe and sound. Safe and sound. Mm-hmm. I think that, that that's obviously one. Obviously, we say macaroni and cheese. Uh, fish and chips. Yes. Uh, if yeah. you're of that persuasion. What about mustard, ketchup, ketchup and mustard? Oh, it's no. got to be. Du- you just no. saying mustard and ketchup no made says, me want to plug my ears. No one says mustard first. I you say mayo and mustard and ketchup and mustard. Mustard comes last, I think, all the time, even though I, I believe it's the best of the three. Okay. Spaghetti and meatballs. From oh. the, these are from the truckwreck.com fan text. Uh, 214, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, 682, bread and butter. You know, when I was yep. a kid, yep. it, we're, we're <laughs> oh, I'm choking on my own saliva. <laughs> did, you just, did you just do exactly what you said you swore you'd never do? You're saying when I was your age again? Yeah. You're doing no, it again here? Where I grew up, <laughs> it was paper, scissors, rock. What? Yeah. Okay. Gross. That sounds like the same place that would have a strip club called Frank's Chicken House in Manville. That's true. It did. All right. Front and back. 512 TNA. One more. (laughs) One one more. more. What food has the worst texture? And this is an easy answer, by the way. It's a mealy apple. Oh, my gosh. When you get So when you get those red apples, if they haven't been refrigerated or whatever, and you bite into it, and it's almost like... Yeah. Sandy texture, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, oh yeah, my gosh, uh, that's disgusting. It's it's oatmeal for me. Uh, really, I can't stand oatmeal. Uh, What's I, it remind I, you of? It reminds me of vomit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I've never had oatmeal. I won't. I won't eat it. I've never tr- had. I it. won't even try it. Like the the texture. I am a. You know, I don't eat with my eyes or my like. I don't understand. Like when I, you watch these Instagram or Twitter TikTok videos, and everybody bites into a sandwich. Hey, listen to the crunch of the sandwich. I don't eat with my ears. I don't eat with my eyes. I eat with my taste buds, except for oatmeal. It's the only thing I will use my eye. It looks like something a baby threw up. I, I'll tell you. Oh gosh, we're getting a lot well, of the answers. Number, I, I haven't even looked at the fan text. I know the number one answer is going to be okra. That's one of them, but we're also getting hmm. scallops, watermelon, oysters, what? mushrooms, tomatoes, marshmallows, uh, tapioca. I'll tell you anything that's in a casing. Anything. So, sausage. so sausage or the, I hate it. Really? Yeah, because when you bite into it and it pops, I honestly mm. think of the sound of squashing a bug. And it, it makes me it, like it's almost <laughs> in my head. I envision I'm biting into a roach or something. It's disgusting. Yeah. Peyton. Okra, seaweed, salad. Uh, beans Ugh. for me. Seaweed? Seaweed salad. What is it? People eat that? Yeah. Oh, have you don't have the dried I just seaweed? Had it the other day. Sushi restaurant. Yeah. Seaweed, seaweed sounds very good. It's not very like, good. Don't try not to picture like the seaweed yeah. you're picking up out of the ocean. Uh, it's like it's hard not to. It's hard not to. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring some dried seaweed in for you. Two one four cottage oh. cheese. A lot of people do not I like agree. cottage cheese texture. Yours is. Oh. Mine was beans. Dude. Oh gosh. You are you're the worst. You are the worst. <laughs> you're the worst. It's first like eating a pile of mud. Oh, first you gather disgusting. the foreigners. First you insult <laughs> rice and beans. With the Texas Rangers. Now just beans. Then now it's just beans. Just say it. Say what you want to say. Gather the foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> Bananas. What's wrong with banana texture? Uh, mush. Yeah, it's mushy. My thing is the taste. Like, there, you can't just ever say it. You can't. There's no such thing as a hint of banana. 
You put banana in anything, even the slightest bit, it completely takes over the entire taste structure. You also had this take on avocados. I hated avocado. I would never try guacamole, and then uh, I had avocado on a sandwich. I didn't know it was on there. I was like, "Ooh, this is this is delectable. It's I, delectable. I, uh-huh. I, this is delicious." <laughs> sure. And then, so like Michael Irvin, same thing. He he like he loved one of them, but he hated the other. So he either loved guacamole but hated avocado, but or loved avocado but hated guacamole. I don't know which one it was. I like avocado. Guac is too strong to me like just the lime and the salt taste and everything else but i think avocado and we've got a bunch of people texting the answer avocado for the texture i think avocado texture is great like i think it's just like smooth and creamy it's it's really good sandler was listening in arizona he said our gifts are thoughtful stop uh and then mike florio we may have to try to pop florio on here peyton stand by he sent me a press release from Michael Irvin's agent. Uh, Michael has dropped the lawsuit technically against the Marriott and the accuser. Michael and his attorney will hold a press conference this morning at 11 a.m. where the video of Michael Irvin and his accuser from the hotel will be shared. The press conference will take place, blah, 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 Regency Plaza, blah, 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 underground visitor. Okay, underground visitor parking. So they're sharing the video and they're holding a press conference at 11 a.m. Is there any way that this is not a settlement? Can't imagine. I can't imagine he's going to drop it and get nothing, walk away with nothing. Um, Especially if they're going to stand out here and show the video. But see, a settlement wouldn't, you would think maybe part of the settlement would be that you can't show the video. Right. So I don't know. Well, Florio says he's available in 20 minutes. What time is David Helmut's flight out of town? <laughs> he may have to stick around for another segment. 877-881-1053, truckwreck.com text line here on DFW Sports Station. All right, let's get to the new rules in sports. You have the NFL proposals. I'll knock out the one real quick from the NBA. Shams reported that the league is basically going to agree that you have to have a minimum number of games played to mm-hmm. be eligible for major awards as the new CBA agreement will put into place. So this is trying to solve load management. Yeah, there was a rumor about this, a report about this about a couple of weeks ago that this was going to uh you know maybe one of the things that was going to happen uh that they were that they were talking about as as a solution. But I guess the question is that you know like let's say you're Joker. Let's say Joker wins again. Is Joker going to go out there and say oh, who cares? Do, do I you know who cares how many if I win another MVP? Does LeBron care at his age about an MVP right now? Probably not. It's no. probably not going to impact LeBron. Kyrie is probably never going to win an MVP anyway, so he's going to continue with his load management. What if you really jack up the incentives? I don't know how high they are now to win MVP. Then you can have these guys. You get a million bucks to win the MVP, 10 million, but whatever it is. Yeah, I still think it matters. Like if like Luka hasn't won one yet. I'm, I'm sure it, that would, to him. it would matter to Luka and Luka. But see, I also think what was the report yesterday was it's going to be 58 games. Which oh, just that's seems nothing. That was the report? Yeah, the 58? report says 58 because that's 70% of the games. What? Which, okay, I know there's some guys who end up playing around 50 games a year or whatever, but to me, where 60, would you, where 65. Would you, 65? That's 80, I, I, that's 80% I, I, of the games. I put it at 72. Like, you, what, what, I mean, have, have we gone so far the other way to where MJ is playing 80, 82 games every year to where now you can't even expect 70 out of these guys? Mm-hmm. I guarantee the fan text will agree with 70, the higher the number. 
higher the number, the better. Would you agree with? But then you knocked out with, with an injury. An injury forces you to miss ten games. Should you be eliminated? A legit injury. If you if you play fourteen games in the NFL, fourteen out of seventeen, should you qualify for MVP? Yes. You should qualify. That's the eighty. Uh, that's the eighty percent threshold. That's sixty-five games in the NBA. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like you know, Jalen Hurts lost the MVP this year when he when he sat out two games. He lost an MVP. He shouldn't have won anyway. So. I mean, Mahomes was kind of the favorite throughout the last month. Right, but how much it, of that was because Hurts got hurt in the it last was part month. of it? Yeah, and that that was two games. Like you basically have to play every game, almost every game in the NFL to, to win it. Like you can't, you're not gonna miss two, three games and win. Well, the, what we're gonna run into is if someone in 15 games has even better stats than the winner, then we're gonna get into that controversy mm-hmm. if they miss because of a legit injury. So the NBA, at least they're trying to fix it. I applaud it. Unless someone has a better idea. Throw it into the new CBA. What about the NFL? So the NFL has several play and rule proposals that were submitted yesterday by a number of different teams. Let's go through these, see if uh, see if you agree with any of these. The Philadelphia Eagles have submitted an amendment for Rule 5, Section 1, Article 2. They oh. want to permit the use of zero as a jersey number. And they zero. also want to allow kickers and punters to use zero to 49 and 90 to 99 as numbers. Sure. But I I hate the no I'm a I'm a number snob. Me too. I hate the single digit wide receivers. I I like. Oh really? Yeah. I love that. Nope, they're terrible. I hate the digs wear seven. I hate it. It's just a product of whatever we grew up with, right? Yeah. Just, you, you it's know, just a comfort thing. It's just a comfort thing. That's all it is. Like, I, I, it doesn't really really bug me. I wouldn't vote against it. Fine, do what you want, but. I'm, I'm I want number eighty three for my wide. I want linebackers to wear numbers in the fifties. I want receivers to wear eighties. Like there are just certain rules. Yeah, I hate I when when the the phenomenon came in, came You're along of linebackers. You're usually the history stickler. You're usually the that's the way it's always been done. You got to do it. Don't change. But that's not the way it always has been done. Like they had that back in the old days, and then they moved it. Right? Like it was that's that's a newer thing that they made. What? What's uh, new? That year in the 50s? I mean... Sure, like Fred Bolitnikoff wore 25 as a receiver. Yeah. Harold Carmichael wore, what, 17? Yeah. Or whatever so like, he did. That's, that, that's, that's history from our youth. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like college football. I like college football, they, you wear anything. Oh, yeah, you love Denard Robinson running around wearing 99 as a quarterback or whatever he uh, wore, 98 at Michigan. Well, here's oh. what I hate. I hate that. It was I, disgusting. I hate the number one. If you were the number one, like I would Bert not Man draft Toast. you. I would not draft you. You're a me first player. You're the sister gene of players. That's yeah. a look at me. That's a look at me number. Well, so is the number you picked. What? If you wear 23, that's the same thing. Don Mattingly. No, you think that you're MJ. You think you're LeBron. You think you're the man. You think you're the best. I worked in it's baseball. Same it, was, thing. it was Don Mattingly. It was the same 23. thing as number one. Another rule submitted by the Eagles, and I'm on board with this one. Permit a team to maintain possession of the ball after score by substituting one offensive play for an onside kick attempt. The offensive play would be fourth and 20 from the kicking team's 20-yard line. Deal. Is Done. that too far, though? Fourth and 20? I was always I was always more fourth and 15. Fourth and 15 from your own 20. I would do 20. It needs to be difficult. Yeah. Fourth, and, fourth and 20 is easier to convert than an onside kick, but it's still difficult. It's still difficult. Fourth and 15... Too easy. I, I, th- I think it's not too easy. Mahomes but would be seventy percent conversion. Mahomes rate. be seventy <laughs> percent. Uh, I needs to be fourth and twenty. Okay, fine. Fourth and twenty. 
I can agree to that. The Chargers submitted an amendment to make the adjustment of the play clock following an instant replay reversal consistent with other timing rules. So basically, after an instant replay, I think you get 25 seconds on the play clock. And so they're saying it should go back to 40. If you reverse the call, it should be going forward as if the play clock was at 40. And so that's their submission. Detroit submitted a bunch of them all to do with challenges. They want to expand coaches' challenges to include personal fouls called on the field. You okay with personal that one? Personal foul. Personal foul. Like, From a so replay? Like, or, yeah, so they want to be oh, able yeah. to review personal fouls. In, fine. So like a roughing the passer? Yep. Yep. Okay. yep. Yeah, uh, Detroit fine. wants to provide clubs more opportunities for a third challenge, not just you win the first two and you get a third. Sounds like they want three challenges at game. Sure, whatever. Okay. What if what if you limit it to you get two in the – I've always wondered about this. What if you just limit it to, like, you get one challenge in the first half, two in the second half, and just made it that rule? No. Do they carry over? No. They're, they're like, I mean, you right get now? two challenges a game, period. Okay, so they carry – if you don't use any of them in the first half, you, can still, you have still two. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with one in the first, two in the second. So, and then their final one, they want to expand replay officials' jurisdiction to allow for consultation regarding penalty assessment. So they want to be able to also be able to consult back somewhere back in New York on penalties and uh, just yes. say like yeah. all that. So you're you guys are pro Detroit. Houston uh wants to expand Houston does. the mm-hmm. replay officials jurisdiction to allow for review on failed fourth down attempts so that they can make a call from the booth and say, hey, we're reviewing that fourth down attempt, not just scores or whatever else. Uh, the Rams want to make fouls for roughing the passer subject to replay assistance or review for coaches challenge. And then the New York Jets the most boring one. They want to expand the crackback prohibition to players who go in motion and go beyond the center to block. Uh, so you won't be able to, to crack back there. And so those are the rule submissions. All right. Uh, so there it is around the NFL with free agency taking place. It's Sean, RJ, and Bobby. David Hellman is set to join us in 10 minutes from FS1 and his new Hollywood fame. Let's hook up the Tolos, Peyton. All right, Tolos, that's right. Caller number 10 right now at 877-881-1053 wins a pair of tickets to see the Dave Matthews Band at Dosecki's Pavilion on May 20th. Get tickets and information now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. Let me knock out some odds from Vegas. By the way, they had Carolina picking one two weeks ago. Team to select first in the draft, Carolina was the favorite. Somehow they knew that at 5-4. to four. Now, maybe Carolina trades out, but it was Carolina, Indianapolis, and Houston in that order. So, if you bet that weekend trade, Bears, Panthers, you hit. DeAndre Hopkins' next team. Oh, uh, Kansas City. They're second. Uh, Tennessee. No. Uh, let's the go, Buffalo. Green Bay Packers. Huh. Why would the Green Bay Packers be up there? Could you imagine... Aaron Rodgers' Please. hatred for them if he leaves and they yeah <laughs> they get DeAndre Hopkins they right? did get washed DeAndre Hopkins they did so. yeah he is washed a little bit a little washed little washed not fully washed Adam Thielen's next team and by the way for D Hop the Dallas Cowboys are ten to one they're about eight teams down on this list Thielen Adam Thielen um the Kansas City Chiefs the Chiefs are like number two on all these receiver lists. It's Cleveland number one. Really? So, Adam Thielen and Amari Cooper, Dak's dream duo at one point. I don't know. Cleveland, then Kansas City, Buffalo. The Cowboys are not on the Adam Thielen list. This oh, is from sportsbetting.ag. Sports we're we're going to get him here. 
That that's crap. You want to break to, news? I, no, I just I, I want us to have a show buddy. Is all. What if? Yeah. I mean, still good. He's and still Adam, a good receiver. And Adam Thielen's weekly player show will be with G Bag. Of course, that'll be the same thing as getting uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins. Just being like Adam, do you, when you go to the bathroom, do you uh, do you ever like like how did you choose to pee standing up, sitting down, like and then we'll get through on that. Oh, <laughs> how about the insults wow. at the style of the G Bag questions? Minnesota saved the overall blow up topic. I didn't know Dalvin was available. Yeah. Dalvin Cook. Rumors are out there. Next team, the Miami Dolphins. Can you freaking imagine Tyree Kill, Waddle, and Dalvin Cook with Mike McDaniel's offense? Miami's the favorite. Then Buffalo, Denver, Chicago. Jadavion Clowney's next team. I don't know why the Cowboys are on here. Is for he Dalvin still in Cook. the league for crying out loud? Jadavion Clowney favorite is Seattle, then Green Bay. Is, does Jadavion just sign with the team like week two every year? Is that what he does? Is that, that is new That's what it feels like. Yeah, the, it feels like he's just living on one-year deals in perpetuity. The Cowboys are the favorite in Vegas. Well, they were the favorite for Patrick Peterson until he signed with Pittsburgh yesterday. They are the favorite in Vegas for two receivers. See if you can... Give him to Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is one. Who's the other? Older vet. Older vet. On a team right now or a free agent? Brandon Cooks. I think he's a free agent. It's not Brandon Cooks. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Well done. Good God. Mike Bassick calling Odell Beckham Julio Jones. I was like, Mike, pump your brakes. Julio Jones can't even run. Although Odell, I agree with you, Bobby. That highlight video the other day, that did not look that that did not look that impressive. All right, who, but who, he got it with one hand. Who wins in a race right now? Julio, Odell, or Byron Jones? Julio. <laughs> Julio Julio can still run a little bit. Mm. All right. So there it is. Dave Matthews ticket giveaway for turning it on, leaving it on. This is Sean and RJ. In studio next. FS1 star. <laughs> Dallas Cowboy representative. Bobby Bell, best friend. David. Hellman for an hour after this.